Hello guys, this is Viviane Castañeda and this is a space created by digital mompreneurs to talk and uh, to interview these uh, um, empower women that have got the guts to go digital and create their own digital businesses. So I'm so happy to be interviewing them. As you know, we as moms, we don't have the same time we did before. And um, well, this is a job, being a mom is a job 24 seven. So it's always great to see all this journey with other mompreneurs and learn how they do it, uh, how they face all the challenges that they have, you know, have to face on a daily basis. So here we are, we're gonna have in Lee Huo, who is, um, she used to be a physician and she went from that to be a digital mompreneur. So let's invite her and Lee. Here you are. Let me invite you. Okay. Just send the invitation. Hi, me. Hi, this is working. It is working. How are you? I'm good. How are you? What's the temperature like right now? Have you got some coffee? <laughs> it is very hot here. It's hot. So, um, it's it was about 89 degrees yesterday. That's Fahrenheit. I don't know what that is in Celsius, but it's rather warm as well. Oh, there's Mia. She's my marketing coach. Hello, oh, Mia. Mia. Hi. She is, um, oh, she's also, she's the one, yeah, she's the one who's in Australia that I was telling you about. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Nice to meet you. <laughs> so, um, so it was like 80, 89 degrees here in, um, in California. And I was really, upset about it because I was like, we haven't had a winter. And then I know other people in other parts of the country that are like, are you crazy? It's freezing here. It's 20 degrees, 25 degrees. We would give anything to see the sunshine. And so I totally understand because when it's so sunny and bright all the time, I know I sound like a spoiled brat, but I'm like, no, we need the rain. We need some cold weather. Oh, I love all kind of weather. Like I'm happy. Yeah. Yeah. We have to enjoy what we have, right? Exactly. And today, actually, it was cooler and it actually sprinkled a little bit. See, in Los Angeles, we always want rain because we're always in a drought. So today, oh. it sprinkled a little bit, so I was very happy. Okay. Well, it is very hot here. <laughs> we are here in, I'm in Brisbane, Australia, so here it's very, very hot. Still, still is very hot, but yeah. Does it get well, cool at all? Yes. We have winter in June and July. Okay, I got it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. We have the four seasons. So, Lee, I'm so happy to have you here. Thank you for accepting my invitation. I'm so uh, excited to have interviewing you because it is so amazing to see all moms that are interested in building their businesses and make their way to, you know, success and professional and entrepreneurship growth. So I, I love that. And please tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay. Well, I'm happy to be here. Thank you for asking me to be on here with you. Um, so let me see. I don't even know where to start. I feel like I've lived lives now. Um, so 
like you said, um, I'm a mom of two. I live in Los Angeles. Um, by trade, I am a physician. Um, I was practicing for about 15 years as an OBGYN, so as women's health. And if you can imagine being an OBGYN, I can't deliver a baby from home. So all of my work is obviously in person and obviously really physically demanding and also emotionally demanding and stressful. So I did that for, gosh, 19 years of my life, 15 years as a full-on sort of attending physician, we call it. And then before then, there was all the training. So what happened was I burned out. Um, the work was really stressful. I didn't have coaching in my life. Had an emotional baggage and stress that I just wasn't dealing with. I think one of your questions that you asked me earlier is like, you asked like something about my emotional state. And I could tell you at that time, I was yeah. just numb. I was just numb at that time when I burned out and I left my job. And so when I left my job around that time, my kids were young. Um, one was about to go into kindergarten. She was in pre-K, I think. My other one was probably in second grade or so. And so I left and I tried various entrepreneurial ventures. So I would do things like I would be um, asked to be a medical director for a spa. I would do various things like aesthetics and stuff like that. Not an OBGYN anymore, but still along the lines of medical. Mm -hmm. And it was at that time so all of these things were still in person. I'm still trying to figure it out. And at that time, I was introduced my, to my first digital platform, medicine. At that time, that was really rare. No one did. People saw doctors in person, live. When you, know, you said at, at that time, you mean like, uh, so about know. two years. So about two years after I left my job, my traditional job. Okay. Um, I went on a platform called Maven. They still exist. In fact, they've expanded. And it was one of the first digital health platforms for women. Um, and if any of your listeners are out there, you guys should check it out. It's so easy. Basically, providers make themselves available. And if you as a patient, you can open up an account and schedule yourself for 10-minute appointments. And it's all through video like this. Because I, I could see someone from New York, even though I'm in L.A. I could see someone from Texas, even though I'm in L.A. And I just couldn't prescribe. And that was the first time. And I was like, wow, this is really neat. I joined them because at the time there was nothing like that. Like, think about when you had a baby. Mm -hmm. Just like very, like two weeks after, we'll say. I'm just going to be very blunt here. You're not feeling good. Right? No. <laughs> and so recovery? Uh-huh. Right. You're in pain. You don't know what's normal. You know, your breast got like milk squirting out, you're bleeding, you're not feeling good. And then so you don't know if it's normal. And so you really like to go see the doctor. But the thought of going in, dragging yourself and your baby who's young just makes you not want to go. And then you end up in the American system. We'll end up sitting in like the urgent care of the ER for hours. But this with Maven Digital Health, I was like, this is amazing for postpartum moms who just need someone to look at them, to reassure them, to look at their C-section incision, just say, no, that doesn't look infected, you're good. The pain that you have is normal still because you just had a baby. So I just felt like that was so helpful. And there's a lot of other uses for it. Um, you can refill birth control pills for young women who can't get in to see their doctors right away. You know they're going to do it. They just need something for two months. So that was the first time I was actually even, I, my mind even thought about, oh, there could be something digitally, something online for 
Me, I cannot hear you anymore. Can you hear me? Okay. okay, yeah. There you go. Yeah. 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 Good. Well, um, do you do you think back then it was going to be hard? Like, do you think, oh my God, I would like to create this business, but I don't know how hard it is going to be. I'm scared. How were you emotionally in that time? Well, at the time I was lost. I'll be honest, I wasn't sure what I was going to do because I was still stuck in that mindset of I have to do something in person in order to do something as far as a career. And so it really wasn't until the pandemic, right? When the pandemic mm -hmm. hit in the U.S., everything shut down. And then people had to pivot as to how are we going to do this now, right? People are afraid of going to the hospital. Um, my own business venture and aesthetics took a big big deep like dive like I was not working at all basically because people were afraid and it's all understandable that's when I turned and found life coaching and life coaching basically it's all zoom calls no one did them in real life anymore I think back before there was this type of technology before zoom and before any type of technology coaching used to be live in person and you would talk to the person on the phone <coughs> So the pandemic hit and I was introduced to life coaching and within, I don't know, a couple of weeks of listening to podcasts um, at the life coach school, I decided I wanted to get certified and do this as a living. Mm. And so that's really when I sort of realized, wow, I could create something online and do this from a digital platform. And it was, sometimes I still don't believe it. <laughs> I know it's it's still unbelievable and the power that it has, right? Allowing you to work from home and doing your thing and having free time and doing something actually living the lifestyle that you want to live by doing something that you love, that you really yeah. like. I, yeah. I just it's amazing the power that internet has now. And yeah, we can really appreciate the technology, right? Because Ten years ago, this would not have been possible. No, no, not at all. So, you know? what what is it that you do exactly? What is your business? Um, so, yeah, um, what are um, your services? Yep. So, I'm a life coach. Like I said, I um, so now I have so I resigned from my job six, seven years ago, and I was doing telemedicine for a while. And even during the pandemic, I went to work in person in clinic. Um, right. with obstetric patients for about six months mm. and I stopped that because my whole goal now is to go all in on life coaching and that's done digitally and so I love your um, handle by the way digital mompreneur I never thought about it that way it's like oh that's so clever it's so true I'm doing everything <laughs> differently I'm a mom and I'm an entrepreneur and I'm a solopreneur right now so this is so I love your handle just like beautiful thank very you clever. very thank clever you. <laughs> um so I don't know if you know what life coaching is but life coaching basically there's so many of us now um, because there's such a big need for it. It's not quite therapy. It's basically looking at someone who doesn't have an actual diagnosable mental um, illness, and we help them see, hey, listen, do you like the way that your life is at right now? Are there goals that you want to set? 
Um, and then from there, we helped them to see, oh, the life that I'm in right now, I think I've created that. And if I created that, that means that I can change it, that I can go after what I want instead. So for me, I feel like I'm the living proof of that, right? I went from medicine, which is a very traditional, conventional job that's done all in person, to sort of doing telemedicine and entrepreneurial ventures, to now life coaching purely on a digital platform. And that's huge to help people. And my reach is still, I'm still able to help people, which is the crazy part, because I used to think I can only help people in person. Um, and so what do I do? I work with um, female healthcare professionals Mm-hmm. who are moms who can't seem to make time for themselves, who Ooh, meet the needs of everybody else mm-hmm. and who puts themselves last. So I basically mm-hmm. empower them to prioritize themselves So um, through creation of time for self-care and self-discovery. So what I hear a lot of working moms will say is like, hey, I don't have time for this. I don't have time for that. I'm working. I have kids. When I come home, I got to make dinner. I got to do this. And I have cleaning that dog, right? Exactly. So those are external factors. And I definitely help women manage time. There's a way to manage time so you can actually free up time. What I find that's more common is actually women have very deeply embedded beliefs that prevent them from setting time for themselves. So this gets very deep. A lot of women are like, well, I don't deserve time to myself because isn't that what a mom's supposed to do? Mm-hmm. Um, am I, aren't I supposed to put myself last and address my kids' needs first? Well, they need help with homework. Well, of course, I got to drop everything so I could do it for them. Or, oh, whoops, they forgot their book at school. I got to run back and get it for them, right? And then just everything, oh, so-and-so called, I guess I have to help with a bake sale tomorrow. I don't know if you guys have that in Australia, but it's here. They're always looking for volunteers for parents for the schools. Yeah. And so, but what's really running in the back of your head is, I'm not worthy of the time that I created for myself. Or I'm not. And that, that's really hard. I, I uh, Actually, I have written a, a blog about that. Um, and yes, it is so true. Like, we just, we give and give and give and give. I realized, like, we all have gone through that. And I realized in my journey that I was just super unhappy. And I was like, why uh, I am unhappy if I have a husband that loves me, my kids are healthy, uh, we have a roof, we have food, we have, I can do whatever I want to do. Right. Why I am unhappy. Yes. And then I started digging and digging, and then, yes, I definitely need time for me, for myself to be, like, the person I am, and yes. then I can give to others. Definitely. Yes. yes. And I think that somewhere along the way, we've learned subliminally through society or directly taught to us by our own mothers, our own parents, our own cultural beliefs, that somehow, as a mother you have to lose your identity as who you were before. And I'm saying, no, it's great that you're a mother. I love being a mother, of course. It's probably one of the best roles I have in my life, but it doesn't mean that I die to myself. It means that I can continue, right? Continue to find out and figure out who I am. And I actually think that's a better role model for my kids. Yeah, definitely. Than to be sort of this all-sacrificing person. Oh, let me put your needs first. Let me put your needs first. And then how are kids supposed to learn that they're actually not supposed to come first? <laughs> like, right? I mean, in life, they're not going to. So how do you yeah. learn that, right? 
That's, that's really true. That's so true. I uh, actually, one of the things that I have with my kids is um, you came here to complement our lives and we love you with all our heart. But if you're going to watch TV, for example, okay, now it's your sister's turn and now it's my turn and now it's daddy's turn. Like everybody here has the same right. So yeah it's like a family thing it's not only you it's not only mommy has to give me i i have my right to and i have my right needs to yeah so i think it's also very interesting because i think that women in healthcare who work in healthcare are so used to addressing the needs of patients and you know and so so they do that at work they're giving at work and then they come home then they become a mom and a spouse and they're giving at home in their in, in their spouse right so then it's like where's time for myself and people sometimes think oh if I take time to self-care someone's gonna die <laughs> like there's gonna be disaster and that's just simply not true that's just our brain sort of telling us these lies because we're not prioritizing ourselves I have um, I work with quite a few healthcare workers women who are moms physicians or nurses or whatever in the healthcare realm and I distinctly remember one of them felt like she really could go for physical therapy and massage to help her own physical health okay so she needs to be in good physical health so she can do her workouts she could do her runs and that's how she's happy and she that's her self-care but because of certain injuries she's not able to but she knows how to get better it's physical therapy and you know certain massages and chiropractor visits and so well, why don't you do them? And she goes, well, I don't want to spend the money. And I'm like, well, I know you make good money. She's like, yeah, but that's for the family. Mm, yeah. Like, I don't... Aren't, you, aren't you part of the family too? Yeah. <laughs> right? I mean... isn't, isn't that interesting? Somewhere along the way, this person who's so important, who's bringing in income to support this family, decided that that money should go to everybody else except for her. I, I can relate to that. <laughs> At some point, you just don't. I you you know what happened to me? It was fun because uh, I didn't want to buy like clothes, and whenever I buy clothes or anything that I like, I felt guilty. Yes. Like, oh my god! What I'm why why I'm spending this money? Yeah, I don't know why, but yeah, it's something that we have to learn in this journey and. That's why we have coaches, life coaches like you, because there are many things that we have in front of our, you know, like we know, for example, we already know, this is something that I say a lot. We know that we don't have the same time we used to before our kids, but still we keep putting lots and lots of tasks in our daily tasks. Like we are, a, you know, Wonder Woman It's unbelievable and we want to do it everything. It's, uh, I don't know, but we know that we need to be told again, hey, you don't have the same time, please right. be realistic. Right. So, yeah. So that's actually one of the big deals that I work with my, with my clients. They have a big to-do list, right? Almost every mom does. And then, so there's actually a couple strategies to help you succeed. One, let's be realistic about what you can do instead of just taking it on. Instead of saying automatic yes, I teach my clients to say no. <laughs> yeah because right? we just want to people always like okay yeah yeah i'll do that and then later on you're like wait what well, what did i just agree to <laughs> i don't have time for that 
And so, um, so that's one of those things is learn to say no, right? Um, I also teach them how to really time manage as far as the to-do list. A lot of people, what they do, they have a running list. But why tell me you got to put all that in your calendar and you just, you spot a time for all of those things. Mm, yeah. yeah. There's definitely ways that you, there's physical, tangible things we can do to make sure that we're successful with our time or we're efficient with our time. Um, and then there's the internal piece, right? Why aren't we getting done? What are some limiting beliefs that we have that's preventing us from doing some things, especially things that are for ourselves? Yeah, definitely everything is perspective. Like when you change the way you see things, uh, everything can just change like enormously. And the other thing that I found super helpful and I that I, I, I know works is changing habits and make them in pro of your, you know, daily life everything from drinking a glass of water to do at least five minutes meditation or read a book or something like that that will eventually with the compound effect change your mindset and make you uh, actually go for the things that you really want to go without having all this feeling right but yeah it's so, amazing um, what you're doing thank you i love what i <laughs> i love it Definitely. So it's a very different type of impact, right? Before it was a safe passage of a baby or some gynecological care, which I could still um, do in the sense that I still put my messages out there and education-wise, that's definitely, I just don't do the actual physical exam piece anymore. But we have a question here. Um, yeah. Says, do you, do you want me to read it or do you want to read it? Please go for it. Okay, it says, I think it's from Canon. She know my friend. Hello. <laughs> Do you think um, you would ever pursue a hybrid digital in-person format? Do you think that there's any value to moms getting out of their home setting to escape to a neutral place? Well, that's a great question. Um, my goal is that speaking to um, a mom and helping them to empower themselves and prioritize themselves, that they are going to get out to do what they want to do, like going on a hike with a friend, like going on a one-day vacation by themselves to a hotel, that I hope that I am not the only escape that they have, because <laughs> that's their only way out, if you will. Um, at this moment in time, I don't foresee an in-person format, but I think that I would love to offer workshops um, to moms for self-care, teach them how to do self-care and have workshops about diet, fitness, time management. So I could definitely see that type of format. And that's something that um, I'm, I'm working on. That's right. Because yeah. one, of the, one of the beautiful things of digital businesses is uh, that you can, you know, you, you don't really need to do one-on-one -on -one services or being chasing customers or cold calling or that stuff, but you have the chance to approach many people and give real value to that people in a massive way. And this is the amazing thing of digital entrepreneurship. I love that. Yes, absolutely. You're totally right. It's not just the power of reach is beyond one-on-one. -on -one. It's definitely, yeah. you can have your reach further. You can definitely provide value and people, you know, um, yeah, you know, they get tips from our posts, from our webinars, from our talk right now. Um, and that's 
without even really having direct contact with us, if that makes any sense. You know? Yeah, but still one-to-one coaching would be like uh, something that you may do in the future or... So I feel- offer, I'm sorry, so I offer one-on-one coaching now um, mm. and it's very, very rewarding and that is what I plan on doing for the time being. Um, there are a lot of coaches out there that offer online digital courses. Mm-hmm. There are coaches out there that offer uh, group coaching, but I'm not quite there yet. I really enjoy the one-on-ones. Um, and so that's that's where I'm at. But I um, but I have Instagram accounts and I put my messages out here there, like little teaching, some of the experiences I've been through, um, why I'm doing the, what I'm doing. Awesome. Well, and one last question that I think many people would like to hear is um, what is the biggest challenge that you have had to face when being a mom and, entrep- and an entrepreneur, like something that could have happened to you with your kids uh, or something like that yeah. while you were working? Tell us so, the there's, story. Um, so there's, again, tangible things. So <laughs> when I'm working, there's been times, plenty of times they walk in because they need something. Mm. That's easy to do because I literally say, Mommy has a meeting. Unless you're bleeding or choking, you do not come into the office. <laughs> I can do that because they're 14 and 12, so they can call 911 if need be. But yeah. that is literally what I say to them. Mommy's in a meeting that you cannot interrupt. And so they understand that. Some of the more frustrating parts are, so for example, there's as a coach and entrepreneur um, and someone who's on social media, I have to work on a lot of content. So that takes creativity, right? And that's not something I'm used to doing because as a physician, we learn and memorize everything. There's not too much room for creativity. <laughs> too much. If you're too creative, you get sued. But um, we sort of have to just do things by the book. So there's not a lot of time for creativity. And so I found that part of being on the digital sort of on the digital platform and being an entrepreneur that that is a challenge is to constantly to tap into my creativity to write all these posts to write all the emails to write it in a way that will connect with my followers and my subscribers um, to really speak what I'm trying to say clearly so people understand where I'm coming from so that's definitely a challenge so when I do those type of things my kids is so interesting my husband's home but all the questions come to me Mom, help me with the homework. Mom, help me with the laundry. Mom, I'm like, what? There's another person out there who can address these needs. Like, but it's interesting that you know that they just they come to me. That is their first instinct. Is I'm gonna ask mom, and then I redirect them. And so that is the challenge. I'll be honest with you. So, but that's all external. So I really plan well in the sense that when my kids are at school, I try to get as much as I can done, like the bulk of the creativity work. And then I do busy work later when they're home, when I know that they can interrupt me and it doesn't interrupt the flow. Yeah. So that, those are these tangible things. Um, and, you know, things like right after school, like today, my daughter was supposed to have basketball practice, but it got canceled because of the sprinkle that we have. And so now I had to, you know, she called and I was like, you just have to wait at school until we're done with this. Um, so there's, there's these little challenges, but I don't mind them. The real challenge, I'll be honest with you, um, is in the mind. Yeah, definitely. Could I be successful? Mm-hmm. 
can be successful doing this because it almost seems too good to believe. And how do I define success? Um, how many people do I help? Or do, do I define it by the amount of money I make? So, the, so those are the internal challenges. And it really is, is it possible for me to do something like this that is completely sort of out of what I know how to do? I don't have, um, I talked about this in my recent email, I don't have a roadmap to how I'm going to get to success. As an we don't. We take a chance, and we take a chance every day, and we risk failure, right? And I was used to medicine where you follow a path. It's clearly marked for me. If I do these things and I work hard, I will get there and I will succeed. That was, that's what I was comfortable with, something that had a roadmap. Entrepreneur? No, no roadmap. <laughs> no one know. How do you exactly? Yeah, you know what? One of the things that my coach says to me a lot is failure uh, really doesn't exist. It will exist if you just stop trying. Like failure is when you stop trying. Absolutely. Stop, period. You can succeed, succeed at any time during your journey, but you have to keep pushing, keep going, and yeah. It yeah. will happen eventually. Yeah, because if you don't try at all, then you have already failed. Yeah, exactly. And then if you feel that you are failing for something, you just learn from it and yeah. keep going and keep going. And that's growth, right? When yeah. you are in your uncomfortable zone, that is where growth Very happens. Very yeah. uncomfortable. <laughs> but I believe, right? I have a strong, right? And that's part of coaching too is, what are your thoughts? The thoughts is, I will make this happen. And I will tell you this as sort of the deal, deal feeler. Does that, does that make sense? My kids know that this is a journey I'm on. And one day we were talking and my son and my daughter literally both said, oh, you mean the day that you become a millionaire? I was like, what? They believe that I will succeed. And that broke me. Yeah. It, Wrote me in a good way, right? Like I'm like, oh yeah. my god, they have such faith in me. I have to they me. do believe in me. Why I won't believe right. in me. The belief that they have in me is so fierce and so unshakable that I was like, What? What did you oh just say? Yeah, so it's like, how can I fail now? I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like I, I will make it happen. Yeah. I'm exactly. not Amazing. I love it. I love it. I'm so glad to have you here because we talk many things that, that I'm thinking and that I share with, uh, yeah, with my audience and it's amazing. We just, I just want to say, guys, I encourage you all, if you want to do your business, go for it. It is super worth it and you can make, uh, really create the lifestyle that you want to, to live. By doing something that you love, so make it happen. Nobody will do it for you. You have to do it on your own. But you have coaches, and you have many things, many tools that you can use. So here we are in Digital Mompreneurs to help you go through that if you need help. Um, yeah, and I'm so glad to have you here, Lee, because it's really nice insights that you have shared with us today. Well, thank you so much for inviting me. And you know, you guys can follow me on Instagram and get in touch with me that way.
Please, do you want to say something about that? Like your social media? Oh, okay, yeah, you can find me on my IG account at Coaching with Lee. And I have my website or a landing page, close enough to website, www.coachingwithlee.com. So it's very easy to remember. Um, and like I said, um, what you said too is like, I feel like once you believe, then go out and do it. Because if you've already conceived the idea in your brain, that means that your brain is trying to make a pathway to make it happen. And all I can say is, gotta go for it. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Amazing sentence. So guys, if you want to go for it, remember, we are here to help you. And if you're a mom, digital mompreneur that wants to be in one of these interviews and share the really nice and beautiful insights that likely um, have shared today, please let me know and we'll be here on camera as well. So thank you, Thank you. <laughs> I'll be seeing you in the insights. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Bye. Bye-bye.